Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the South Carolina Blitz Show here on Southern Sports Central. My name is Brandon Biscobing. I am filling in for Mrs. V, who is at the funeral for her mother once again. Our condolences to her and her family. But the show must go on, and I am here to bring you three hours worth of great high school Blitz content and the big news tonight, the big story for tonight, is the Elite 88 Junior Showcase that we will Bowl that we will have a ton of guests on for, starting in just a couple of minutes, just in a, a little under 20 minutes. Now, Jack Greenway from North Augusta will be joining us. Following that will be Luke Janik from Carolina Forest. Zach Champagne from Oceanside Collegiate will join us. Nemo Squire from Dillon. Plush from Ben Lippin. Regan Bennett from Trinity Burns. Drew Stevens from North Augusta as well. Trey Koski from Lakewood. And rounding it off will be Spencer McKinley from Oceanside Collegiate. So a great lineup for you tonight. Lots of fun, and you know this is this is one of the better showcase games uh, in in the state of South Carolina, and I would have to say in the country. So, congrat you know, congratulations to all the Elite Eighty Eight that got selected and got invited to the showcase game uh, that will be in a couple of months, but. Uh, yeah, you know, great, great opportunity for all of these players to really show what they're made of against other top caliber players. Obviously, you know, right now, right in the middle of the season, literally, essentially, we passed the halfway point last week. A lot of the teams now either know that they're in or know that they're out. Some teams still fighting for uh, position spots all over the state and these players looking, you know, to to show what they're made of. This is their junior year. These are the these are juniors that we're talking about. So they do have another year and they do have that extra time to show what they're made of. But this is actually probably one of the best years. And and if you're if you're another athlete, if you're either in the Elite Eighty Eight showcase 
but you you didn't get a time slot, but you still want to call in and talk a little bit, give everyone, uh, you know, tell everyone what what you're all about and and get more people to pay attention to you. You certainly can call in when it, whenever you want, and we'll find some time for you. That number three two three seven eight four nine six eight one. That number again three two three seven eight four nine six eight one. But like I was saying, this is a great opportunity for all of these kids to show what they're made of both on and off the field. But, you know, they're probably one of the best positions, honestly, when it comes to giving coaches what they really want, being able to show show coaches what what you're made of and what what you can do through adversity because especially this summer and even this year when it comes to the season because of the uncertainty of every game you don't know if if your next game is going to be you know uh is going to play you don't know on a week by week basis whether or not you're going to play and as a result of that, you have to keep yourself in shape. You have to keep yourself ready to go no matter what. And on top of that, this past summer, with the uncertainty of the season and everything, you had to make a choice. All of these players had to make a choice. Either I'm going to think that the season is not going to happen or this is going to be like a, a half halfway season. It's not going to really count. And so I can just kind of phone it in. Or you had a lot of players. Uh, I've mentioned it on my show a bunch. You have a lot of players that will say, nope, I'm using this as an opportunity and went to a lot of showcase events, went to a lot of camps this summer. And these players that decided to put the work in in the summer are reaping the rewards now that they're on the field and they're really showing what they can do uh, on a football field and showing that they have the grit and they have the toughness to be able to get through any sort of adversity. And that's something, Hey, if you're listening to the show and you're, you're a high school athlete coaches, you know, they're going to want to see what you do on the field. Obviously talent is going to get you to the table. But then the grades and your personality and showing that you're willing to do anything it takes, that's one—that's what's going to get you that scholarship offer. That's what's going to get you to the next level. So, you know, for all those players that are going to the showcase or did not get invited and are, are looking for that next opportunity – that's what you need to do. You need to keep on grinding, keep on focusing on what you can control and make sure that you do everything in your power to show that you're worthy of a spot at the next level. And, you know, a lot of coaches, you know, you you don't necessarily need to be the the top the the top caliber player. You don't necessarily need to be the best athlete in order to get a top-level scholarship. 
And even if you don't get that scholarship, if you want to try to go somewhere, if you think they didn't, you know, they, they, they overlooked you. If you thought, if you want to go to a certain program and you think you're good enough to make that program, then by all means, just look at what happened with Hunter Renfro. He didn't get an offer from Clemson, but he decided instead of going to one of the places that did offer him, he wanted to go to Clemson. He wanted to be a Tiger. So he went, he walked on there, and now he's in the NFL. So if you've got the drive and you've got the grit and you've got that determination to do it, then go do it. You know, and that that's that's when it that's you know for all those student athlete, if you're just a high school student listening to this, that's that's what it takes to get anywhere when it comes to anything in life. You just have to keep on pushing forward. I I can talk about my own experiences. You know, I wasn't given any. I mean, I wasn't really given much opportunities in college even, you know. I got a few games here and there, but, you know, not to the level of some of the other, you know, chosen ones within, you know, within the radio station. So I had to make my own opportunities. And coming out of college, I had to make my own opportunities and find my own path. And that's what you got to do. You know, oftentimes, yeah, you yeah, you could be one of the lucky ones that gets chosen to, you know, whether it's, you know, getting a scholarship or getting an opportunity to do something. You know, but even then, even if you're given that opportunity, it's not necessarily, you know, you have to you have to take that opportunity and run with it. You can't say, oh, I got this opportunity so I can sit back. No, you have to prove that you are worthy of that opportunity so you get more of those opportunities. And that's exactly what we're trying to do here. We're trying to give – because especially at the next level, not so much – you know, college, yes. It depends – obviously, it depends upon what uh, – what – level you're going to be at but at a division one fbs school especially if you're going to a power five school and especially in the nfl you have to understand how to not only work work with the media and how to conduct yourself in in interviews and all of that but also you have to you know work on time management you need to figure out how do I set aside different times of the day to do certain things? And you have to have your schedule laid out. You have to be ready to know, okay, what do I need to do today? What do I have scheduled for me today? And especially once you get into college, I mean, you know, even in high school, I'm sure, you know, a lot of you guys know about, you know, you have to go to school and all of that. And, you know, you guys are doing stuff like this, uh, so you're kind of used to having to deal with media availability and stuff like that, but it's it gets 10 times harder and 10 times bigger when you get to that next level, and it gets even bigger if you get to the end. 
So that's that's something that you know a lot of people don't think about. You know, when it comes to football, when it comes to and anything that is in the in the spotlight in the public eye, a lot of people unfortunately think that it's oh you just go and you toss on the pads every Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, what have you, and you just go out and play. And you, that that's all you have to worry about is just that time slot. No, you have to worry about everything that goes on throughout that week. So, you know, it's I, I'm glad that there are so many guys that are willing to come on and and understand that this is part of it. This is a big part of it. Is understanding how to handle media, how to handle yourself in interviews, and and that's a way. Now, obviously, you know, when it comes to certain programs, both in college and in the NFL, you're you have certain philosophies that will perhaps change the way you handle certain situations at, comparatively to how you would ex, you would handle them yourself. You know, obviously everyone knows about uh the way Nick Saban and Alabama conduct themselves, how Bill Belichick and the Patriots themselves. So that's something you kind of have to get used to and you have to understand that you're you're going to have to learn even more when you get to that next level and you're going to have to learn how your program what whatever school you go to how they want you to handle it that's another thing too that you have to learn is you have to be able to be adapt uh, you have to be teachable that's another that's one of the biggest things that that college coaches look for is is this player teachable or is he stuck in his ways? If you're stuck in your ways and you're not willing to learn, it it's gonna it, it's gonna kill you because coaches are not gonna want to have to worry about that and have to fight against the current. They're gonna want someone, you know. Obviously, and and that doesn't mean that. A lot of people, a lot of kids think, oh, teachable means that they basically, you know, tell you exactly what to do and and how to work and and all of that. No, no. If you have a certain skill set, of course, a coach is going to build around that, but he is going to teach you how to to further accentuate that and teach you how it help, how to help you grow in that in the way that you play things are handled the coaches that want to completely you know change a player oftentimes that doesn't work certain players obviously can but oftentimes if you're getting you know if you're getting completely change from the way you're used to playing, if you're becoming a completely different player, that's not going to work. I mean, just, you know, 
uh, you know, Bill Belichick is an, is a great example of this too. I don't exactly picture him as the type that necessarily likes the read option game. He seems like a very traditionalist, but he, but at the same time, he's, he was adaptable and he understood that Cam Newton, when he signed Cam Newton, that he is a dual threat quarterback. So I have to change my style. I have to change my coaching system. I have to change my offense in order to, in order to enhance the offense around Newton instead of trying to change what Newton is as a quarterback. So that's something that, uh, you know, that a lot of kids and a lot of coaches sometimes have to learn as well is, you know, that if they get a player that has a certain skill set, they're going to have, you know, the the system may may have to change as a result of that. We're about two minutes away from our first guest of the night. That will be Jack Greenway, tight end from North Augusta. And North Augusta playing, uh, you know, not playing all that. Well, actually playing quite well this year, actually. Excuse me. Uh, three and one overall. Three and zero in region play. They've uh, they have not officially clinched up, or actually they have clinched up the uh, the region five title. Uh, they they will play Aiken on Friday tomorrow night. <clears throat> so they've got a good one. North North Augusta has been a great team over the last couple of years and. They're a team lost last season uh, against North Merle, but they're looking to rebound from that. And I think we do have Jack on the line. Jack, you there? Hey, I'm here. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Just a normal Thursday afternoon here in North Augusta. <laughs> Getting ready for that game uh, tomorrow, I'm assuming. Yes, sir. We just got done with walkthroughs today, and that was very good walkthrough. And we're really looking forward to playing Aiken this Friday. Yeah, that that should be an interesting game. Aiken not playing all too well this year, so it should be a, a certainly winnable game uh, for you guys. Uh just for everyone, if there are any coaches listening or whatnot, give your height and weight and, and position do you play. Uh, my name is Jack Greenway. I'm 6'5". I weigh 245 pounds. I play tight end and offensive tackle. How, since you play both tight end and offensive tackle, I mean, you know, the the positions in terms of positioning are fairly similar, but then, you know, with tackle, all you have to worry about is blocking, but with tight end, you have to potentially go out into a uh, pattern. How much of a change is it between switching those those two positions, and which one do you like playing better? Um, between the two positions, you know, I whenever I was at tight end, I had to look at the signals and figure out the play, so I already kind of knew the playbook. So it was a little bit easier trying to go run out and find a route, but now that I'm playing offensive tackle for the rest of the season – I can just hear the London or I can hear the play call they're giving us and I it's a little bit easier trying to figure out that call, but it's 
a little bit harder because I'm not double teaming with the tackle every time or I'm not solo blocking <laughs> an outside linebacker. But, you know, it's all good. What what does it make you uh, be selected to play in the elite, the elite 88? Um, I think it's a really good opportunity for everybody, and I'm very thankful to be a part of it, you know. I was I felt like it was really fun that I got selected, you know. I never get to do these types of things, and I'm really looking forward to the experience. And I've looked over the roster. I saw some of the guys. I saw that two of my teammates got picked, Drew Stevens and Chase Tillman. You know, I'm excited. They're all excited. And I'm just ready to get out there and meet some new people and see the best competition around the state. What are you most looking forward to uh, in this game? Uh, most looking forward to lining up against the best people, you know, just seeing what they're like, seeing their personalities, you know, getting to meet the offensive tackle on being inside, you know, meeting the quarterback, see what their personalities are like, pick up a few things from the wide receivers over there, you know, just trying to better myself and better the people around me, you know. I'm really looking forward to playing in front of a bunch of people because I feel like with all this COVID situation, it's been limited, and I'm ready to get back out there with a big old crowd just watching everybody. How how has that impacted your – I mean, it hasn't impacted your season directly uh, yet, but just in terms of, you know, with the, all of the uncertainty in the winter – or in the summer, rather, and all of that, how has that impacted your mindset going into this season? Well, going into the season, we had just got our new head coach, and, you know, it was – it was difficult because we didn't know what it was going to be like, how it was going to turn out. You know, we had to learn the whole new playbook, a whole new offensive and defensive playbook. We had to go to Zoom meetings online, actually, and learn to play stuff. And then whenever we finally got to meet together, we were still uncertain because somebody could drop COVID. We'd have to be out for two weeks. And it, it was just rough. But mainly me and the guys who offensive linemen took the time out, you know, we met with Parker Collins. He played in um, – we play for the Carolina Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he helps us work around here. And we've been working with footwork with him. You know, he was a really big help for us over this time because we got to go out there and work on drills that we wouldn't be able to do with our high school coaches. So, I mean, it was I was very blessed to be able to work with him, and I'm really looking forward to working with him after the season's over, just better myself and go to some camps and really show what I can do. But for the season, it was, you know – it's just it's still scary because if anybody contracts COVID over the season and we have to miss a um, region game, we're out of the playoffs. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's a really scary situation. Yeah, right. But, especially you know, now, down. especially now with the game right down to the wire. If if you get if you get quarantined during the playoffs, you're done. It, it's. I mean, I would hate for that to ever happen, you know. Everybody wants to go to playoffs. We always want to make that state championship run. And just for it to be taken away by something like this, you know, I'm pretty sure it would crush everybody. How hard was it, you know, especially with a new head coach and everything this year, having to play against Blythewood to start off the season? Um, to start off Blythewood against the season, you know, it was it was a good challenge, you know. It was a good challenge to see where we were at with all the offense that we'd been learning in the defense. You know, it was our first time since we went to a scrimmage in River Bluff that we had been full contact with somebody. And, you know, I felt like we had the potential to win that game by a lot, but we were making silly mistakes. And, you know, we, we could have easily beat them, but they turned out to be the better team on that night. And 
who knows, next time if we play them again, we probably will get them. I'm looking forward to playing them next year because I really want to show them what we can do as a second year with that offense. You know, that offense when we first played them was just being developed. So now it's, you know, it's really going to hit them hard when we play them again. Yeah. I've seen on your Twitter that, you know, a lot of schools have, you know, sent you uh, images and stuff like that. Uh, I have not, actually. Um, I've just been getting a, a little bit of interest from different schools. You know, I'm still looking for that first offer. Any schools in particular that have shown you a lot of interest that you think that offer might be coming soon? Um, people who have been showing a lot of interest, you know, the people who stand constantly in contact would be Coastal Carolina, ECU, and App State. You know, every now and again, I'll get another coach to come text me, and that's always great. I'm always open to that. You know, but those are the people who are showing the most love right now. What are you most looking for when it comes to looking at schools at the next level? I'm just looking for a coach. I'm mainly worried about the coach and the facilities and people who I'm going to meet there. You know, I don't want to go somewhere where I know somebody's going to be very bad for the team or, like, who I've known personally and just go out and I don't, I wouldn't really want to be around. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to meeting a very nice, like, a very into, intuitive coach who can show me different things and help me do different things on the field and, you know, teach me life lessons. And with the facilities, I'm really hoping they have a nice weight training facility because that's where I want to be. I want to be in the weight room. I want to show people wherever they put me. If they put me at offensive tackle, offensive line, I want to be able to mold that image of me to where they need me to be. You know, I want to be able to play anywhere, just have my chance on that field. Hey, that that's one of the great ways of getting more offers and being able to get on the field, like you mentioned, having that flexibility and being able to – play any position certainly helps. Uh, that is for sure. Uh, what if, if you've taken them, tell everyone in case there's coaches uh, listening uh, your, your GPA. And if you've taken either the SAT or ACC, ACT, what your score was. Uh, my GPA right now is a 4.344. I don't, I'm not sure what that is on the four point scale. Um, I've also, have not taken the SAT or the ACT yet, but I'm scheduled to take it very soon. All right, then. Well, good luck uh, with the rest of the season, and uh, and congrats to being invited to the Elite 88, and we look forward to seeing you uh, later on. Thank you for having me on. Hope you have a great night. Yep, you too. Once again, that is Jack Greenway, tight end from – tight end slash offensive uh, tackle from – North Augusta, and we will have more. We have a lot more guests coming up in just a little bit. We've got Luke Janik coming on uh, in just a few minutes from Carolina Forest. Lots of things to talk about with him. Uh, then we got Zach Champagne from Oceanside, and rounding it off for the six o'clock hour will be Nemo Squire from Dillon. So we'll take a quick break and come right back with Luke Janik here on the South Carolina Blitz here on Southern Sports Central. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to... 
Welcome back to the South Carolina Blitz here on Southern Sports Central. And we have, as promised, Luke Janik. Luke, how's it going? Good. How is how is everything? I'm doing good. Hey, it's been a lot of fun being able to call your games uh, this season. First, before we get into the Elite 88 stuff, you had a hell of a game this past week. After you. You know, after a very disappointing game against Sumter, unfortunately, uh, did you go yeah. into the game this week like ready to go and just you were like, I'm I'm redeeming myself from last week? Oh, a hundred percent. I had that mentality. Our whole team had that mentality that we had to come in and just prove that we can do better. Yeah, and you certainly did better. Six touchdowns in total. That was incredible. You just, on both sides of the ball, too, which is very impressive. Which side side do you like playing better? Do you prefer playing running back, or do you prefer playing linebacker? Honestly, I don't really have a preference. I just like getting onto the field and, like, hitting people on both sides. That's my favorite. (laughs) <laughs> so whatever yeah, you've got, I play, I'm good with. Yeah, you've got that fire and ice uh, combination over there with you and uh, with you and uh, and uh, wow, I'm drawing a blank on his name. 
your the other uh, running back. Uh, With but, Kyle you, or uh, Mo? Mo, excuse me. Yeah. Mo, yes, Mo. Yeah, you and Mo Belfield just dominating. You, you know, you've got that po- power, and then he'll just, you know, move around everyone. Tell everyone uh, your height and weight. I already told them what positions you play. Tell, tell everyone in case you know coaches are listening. Your height and weight. I'm six foot, and I'm two hundred five. What, what does it mean for you to be named uh, to the Elite Eighty Eight roster? Oh, it's huge. It's a it's a big accomplishment that I've looked um for my sophomore year. And it's yeah. been like a big goal and an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's good to hear that I did and that I made those around me proud of that accomplishment. What was your uh reaction when you got the news that you got named? Oh, I was fired up. I thought it, I thought it was one of the sweetest things that happened in a, uh, uh, recently. So, I was I was hyped up. I I was just like feeling myself a little bit, and I I just know I got to keep on working. Yeah, that you you definitely that is the key. Once you get those moments, you have to keep on working to give it more of a. What do you for you playing playing in this game? I'm sorry. What you cut out? What what are you most looking forward to uh when going into this game? Um one main thing is being able to play against like the top players in the state and knowing that I got to compete every single play and it's just that competition level that's going to be different cuz I know I'm going to be competing against the top players so my everything's just got to be there. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. You definitely have to be on your A game when playing against those those top level players. What uh have any colleges given you any uh interest or offered yet? Uh no offers, but I've had a few colleges um DM me. I had ECU, like I had ECU, I had Coastal, I had Appalachian State, I had Furman. And there's uh, there's a few more, but those have those have been recently in touch with me a lot. Hey, let, if if uh, ECU offers and you go there, there's that little uh, a little Carolina Forest pipeline right there with uh, with uh, Mason with Garcia, yeah, yeah with, with Mason over there already, as well as. Um, as well as um, Garcia, or not? Well, I already said Mason. Uh, as well yeah. as uh, Murphy. As, as Murphy, yeah. Yeah, I've been texting them, and they keep telling me that everything's sweet, and that I gotta come up one time and just look at it. Well, how hard has that been? Like, you know, obviously you're a junior, so you don't have to worry about it quite as much right now. But have you been able to get any? Uh, virtual visits or anything like that to take a look at some schools? Uh, not not recently, not yet at least. I I hope some come in the future, like soon. But I just gotta keep doing what I gotta do, and then they'll show up. What What are you looking for when you're looking at schools at the next level? I want something that 
clearly I want to play football and mm-hmm. I want something to put me ahead in life and like because right now I want to do criminal investigation mm-hmm. and I want a school that's able to do that but also on the football field the like I said that competition that's going to be there so I can perform well Hey, um, just in case any coaches or recruiters or anyone is listening, uh, tell everyone your GPA and if you've taken the SAT or ACT, what your uh, scores are for that. Uh, my GPA right now on a weighted scale, it's 4.7, and my SAT is a 1080. Very nice, very nice. What are you look mo- most looking forward to? Obviously, the um, you guys clinched the playoff spot last week uh, in your win against Sakasti. What are you most looking forward to for the remainder of the season and going into the playoffs? Uh, preparing and getting ready for the competition that we're going to face and being able to stay healthy and just be ready to compete for the state championship. How much of a uh, how much does it give you? I mean, it, there's not really much of a boost on top in terms of one over the other, but do you, do you like the fact that you know who you're going to be facing in the first round? It helps big time, so we know how to prepare. So, yeah, I like it. And we're used to uh, knowing later in the season, so I think – Knowing it early, even though all this happened, it's a big help to know who we're playing. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see if uh, if there's that potential of this sort of format staying, because I personally like it. It seems like a lot of people are liking the, the two-team format uh, this season. It's been great talking to you, Luke, and I, I'll be over there uh, calling the game on tomorrow. It'll be fun. Uh, St. James, Carolina Forest against St. James tomorrow night. Once again, congrats to being named to the Elite 88, and uh, good luck for the remainder of the season, Luke. Thank you so much. Yep. Once again, that was Luke Janik from Carolina Forest. Great running back, great linebacker. Coaches, if you're looking for a, a, a just a solid player that wants to do anything he can for your team and will do anything he needs to do to win. He's your guy. Next up, we got Zach Champagne from Oceanside Collegiate. Zach, how's it going? Uh, uh, It's going good. How are you? First, uh, tell everyone uh, position and uh, height, weight, all that good stuff. Well, I'm a long snapper and center for Oceanside Collegiate Academy. Um, I'm six foot and about half an inch, uh, about 265 now, and I'm ranked number two in South Carolina for long snapping, number 24 in the country. My GPA is, right now, I think it's a 4.2. Have you taken the SAT or ACT yet? Um, yeah, I took the SAT. It was, uh, I think I got an 1160, but that was a year ago. So ah. I will definitely improve on, upon that. 
score? Well, this year has been such a crazy year. Uh, what what did you do to keep yourself in shape and, and get yourself ready for the season, even through all the uncertainty? I mean, well, I worked out a lot just on my own. I mean, my schedule didn't really change that much as a long snapper because you all I usually do is snap to a target and mm-hmm. go back because it's just the same snap. And then I do push-ups, sit-ups, and run a little bit. Do whatever I can to stay in shape. You guys over at uh, Oceanside, especially at the beginning of the year, had a couple of games moved off of Friday night uh, to another day of the week. Both, well, both, well, first time was over to Saturday, and then to Thursday. Has that impacted you guys at all? Like getting ready, not knowing necessarily what day of the week you guys are playing or is it just okay whatever day we need to play we we're gonna play i mean i feel our coaches have prepared ourselves us for any situation and we have often come into the in on the weekend to watch film and get ahead just in case and other than that it hasn't really affected us too much other than the mentality of just it's Friday night. You have to perform well on Friday night. What does it mean to you to be selected to uh, play in the Elite 88? Well, I mean, I'm very honored. I wanted to thank Coach Smitty for uh, selecting me and just for putting a long snapper on his team because in most bowls you won't see that and they won't include them just because it's a very forgotten position. And uh, other than, I mean, everybody's been helping me as much as they can, especially in this troubling time. I, so it's been quite the journey. So you do you pretty much exclusively do long sla- snapping, or do you play some regular center as well? Well, I play center as much as I can. I try and get in as much as I can. I mean, we're get, I usually get in in the second half as and play about a half, and I haven't messed up yet, so I feel like I've been doing pretty well. I've been doing it since I was four. What What are you most looking forward to when it comes to the Elite 88 game? Well, I, I like the competition of just being around all these amazing athletes and just having a good time, but I like also like to – meet some specialists that I haven't met before, which is going to be a lot of fun. That's good. That must be a little different, you know, with, with all, between the specialists, uh, you guys have like kind of a little, you know, fraternity there of, you know, you guys are kind of the, the guys that are left out a lot uh, because you're not the glamorous positions like, you know, on the offense or defensive side. Well, you don't have to be glamorous to make an impact on a football field. I mean, some of the best offensive linemen have, you don't even know that their names because they don't mess up. I mean, the best long snapper in the NFL, you probably wouldn't even know his name because he hasn't messed up. Exactly. What, um, 
what are you most looking forward to just like in the uh, for the remainder of the season as a whole and going into the playoffs? Well, um, I was just grateful to play football in the first place because we were all scared that we wouldn't even have a season. Mm-hmm. But, we, I mean, at Oceanside, we always want to compete at the highest level possible. So we're, we all try to do everything that we can. But it's really just one game at a time. We're not going to take anybody for granted and just play how we play and try and be the best that we can. How how much does it help you guys, you know, going into the uh, the last couple of weeks, knowing already that you've clinched the the number one spot and and you're already in in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, I really didn't. I don't think about that. I can't speak for everybody on my team, but I always like to just think about the game ahead of me because if I just if I think ahead too much, I'm going to get way too involved in everything. So I try and keep it as much as I can one game at a time. Any uh, any offers yet or any colleges showing interest on you? Um, not yet. I mean, we have – I've been in contact with a couple. I'd prefer not to say, but – uh. Just, I hope that I'll be blessed enough to play at the next level. What are you most looking forward to? Yeah, no matter who offers, what are you most looking for? Looking for when it comes to a college? Playing football. I mean, I'd go to Hawaii if they asked me to go. <laughs> I'd go anywhere. I just want to play football as long as I can, and even if it is as a long snapper, because I'm I'm. Not blessed as some as blessed as some of my teammates who are about six seven, mm-hmm. like Monroe Freeling, who's a four star as a sophomore, which is just insane. I just love this game so much, and I'd love to keep playing as long as I can. Well, have have your coaches said anything about ways that you can kind of use your limited size to you know ways that you can enhance that to make yourself more attractive? I mean, as a long snapper, you don't have to be that tall. But as a center, it's just you got to stay low without – I mean, as a long snapper, I'm about average height, actually above average nationally. But just for playing center, it's just stay low, keep getting stronger because everybody else is going to get stronger too. Absolutely. Well, thanks a lot for joining us tonight and uh, good luck with the remainder of the season yep thank you for having me on yep of course once again that was Zach Champagne long snapper from Oceanside Collegiate and next we've got a local guy up here on the Grand Strand another one Nemo Squire running back from Dillon Nemo how's it going good how's it going uh, not too bad, not too bad. You've uh, you've had a pretty good season thus far uh, over at Dillon. What has been the yes, biggest? Really. What what has been the biggest uh, moment thus far this season for you guys? And and what has it been like being back on the field with your team? 
Um, it has been uh very fun. Uh coming together as a team through this pandemic and things like that. Um, being able to be with the guys and, and collect these wins throughout this uh half a season that they gave us. I believe um we continue to get better and continue to do well. Um, we continue to go better as a team and uh reach that gold standard that we always um put towards ourselves. It's looking like uh, it looks. It's looking more and more like you guys are headed towards a big collision at the end of the season in a couple of weeks against Loris for the uh, Region Seven title. Uh, what do you guys need to do to get prepared for that? Um, we're just taking it week by week. Um, this week we are playing Georgetown tomorrow, but. Um, as we do come into the the region championship, um, we we have a special team and uh, we execute on defense as well as offense. And you know we stay disciplined, listen to the coaching, and have great coaching staff. So uh, just staying disciplined to what they they teach us each and every uh, day and, and get better as a team. I believe that uh, we'll be fine and and be able to handle business and um, clinch that win pretty much. Moving on to uh, you getting nominated to the Elite 88 uh, showcase game, what what does it mean to be selected to this uh, to this team? Uh, it's it's a great honor to be in an Elite 88 athlete. I mean, uh, have a lot of great talent in South Carolina that is underrated that needs the exposure and. Being selected into that, and with, with with all these great top athletes and prospects throughout the state, um, it's just a, a great opportunity to go out and compete and have fun and uh, get exposure that you need on on all levels, and um, just just be able to finally put towards all the hard work that we've put put in throughout the off season as well as the last two or three years of playing high school ball to be able to put it forth to something else and be able to take that honor and stride. For any coaches that are listening, uh, why don't you give them your numbers like uh, height, weight, position played? Um, I am 5'8", 195. Uh, I play running back, a class of 2022. Um, I run a 4'5 and a 40. I'm a I, I bench three twenty and I'm um, squat five oh five. And you have a couple it. of couple of offers already, don't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have three three in total right now. I have a uh, Morgan State, Georgia State, and um, Alabama A and M. And a lot of uh, colleges building relationships right now. So, a- any of those uh, you want to mention? Um, right, right at this moment, uh, ECU, Coastal, Yale, Harvard, um, wow. Akron, um, Clemson, uh, let's see, Ooh. Tennessee State, Duke, um, who Princeton? 
with with those Ivy League schools, I'm assuming your uh, GPA and SAT scores are off the chart. Yes, sir. I have a very high GPA. What um, what is that? I've been carrying that throughout high school. Um, it's a four point. It's a four point What have you taken the uh, the SAT or ACT yet? Um, because of the pandemic, they shut down the testing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I haven't been able to uh, take the test. I was I I had planned to take the test um in the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. but it, they shut that down, so I wasn't able to able to take that test. Yeah, oftentimes I know when I was in high school, you often took it in your junior year. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I know a lot of schools have decided to uh, forego the SAT and ACT. They've decided to waive it this year. Uh, right. What What are schools looking at? Are 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 there any schools, especially some of like the Ivy Leagues, are they doing anything different? Anything special to to show that you know? Because they they are the ones that normally are big on on your SAT and ACT scores. Right. Um, they're, they're, they're some of the main ones who are calling and building relationships, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. I talked to uh, Yale pretty I, I talked to Yale probably once or twice a week. Um, and constant communication with Harvard. So, and, and steady getting emails from Princeton. So, that, that's pretty much it. What... What are you most looking for when it comes to a school at the next level? Do you have any major that you're thinking of going into or anything like that? Um <laughs> uh as a as a school, um I would say a great engineering program cuz I do want to go to school for architectural engineering, but as well as having a great tradition of um winning and and, and building players and helping players uh become great young great young men and athletes as well as getting these guys to the next level, which is the NFL and, and building these guys up and making sure that they're uh where they need to be always and just building that relationship and having that family feel. Um, that's one of the that's a big thing. So what are you most looking forward to uh going into the Elite eighty eight showcase? Um, to have fun and 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 just take it all in, really, because it's a, it's a lot that went on this year in in the world. So just uh-huh. just being able to to be amongst guys like that who are at the top of their games and and a top prospects in the state, just to go and have fun and compete. That's pretty much it. Yeah, especially with everything that happened this year. Certainly right. good to see all you guys on the field and uh and playing ball out there and, and doing your thing and it's it's been fun to watch and I'm sure it's been fun for you guys. So thanks a lot for joining me on the show tonight and uh good luck the remainder of the season. Thank you for having me and you too. Of course. So once right. again, that, that was Nemo Squire from Dillon. He is a great running back, and I didn't even know about all of those Ivy League schools. 
Hey, got those accolades. That that that's great to see some of these local guys getting those looks from those top-notch universities around the country. We'll take a quick break. We've got a little while a little while before our next guest, Josh Plush, is going to be coming on at 7:30, and then we've got a full slate of guests coming on in about a half hour. So I'll uh, if you guys want to call in, if you guys want to talk. Uh, anything if you guys if if there's any other athletes out there that want to call in get their name out there this is your moment this is your this is your platform right here so be sure to call on in that number 323-784-9681 that number again 323-784-9681 we'll take a quick break and come right back with more South Carolina Blitz here on Southern Sports Central.
Welcome back to South Carolina Blitz Show here on Southern Sports Central. My name is Brandon Biscoping. I'm filling in for Mrs. V tonight. She's at the funeral for her mother. Once again, our condolences are sent out to her. And we've got, we had a great lineup of guests for the first hour. Jack Greenway, Luke Janik, Zach Champagne, and Nemo Squire joined me. All of those guys, great players. And we've got another couple of great players coming up at the 730, the 730 slot and 7.45 before we finish it off with a, a trifecta of great players. We've got a couple of private school guys coming up at 7.30 and 7.45. That'll be Josh Plus, Plush, defensive back from Ben Lippin. And Region Bennett, athlete from Trinity Burns. So those two will have the opportunity to tell us all about how their season has been been going over in Skiza, as well as talking about what they've been doing with uh, getting ready for the Elite 88 showcase and all of that stuff. And, you know, one thing that I'm going to ask them and one thing that I've always thought now, granted, you know, I've been, I've been one that I've, I've, you know, because I call Carolina Forest and all of that. And there aren't too many, at least not big Skiza programs here on the Grand Strand. I've, you know, I focus primarily on the public schools and, it seems like outside of certain schools, uh, there aren't, you know, the the big time programs that are really focused on in South Carolina are primarily public schools, and it, it's interesting to see throughout the country, in different areas, how certain states the public schools are the dominant ones and are the ones that most people focus on when it comes to athletics and in others, in other States, it's the private schools. You know, I'm originally from Jersey and most of the big time athletes in Jersey decide to go to a private school, you know, especially up where I'm from up in Bergen County, up in the Northeast of Jersey. You know, if if they're a if if you're a top caliber athlete, more often than not you're not gonna stay home. You're not gonna stay at your public school. You're gonna go to a Don Bosco. You're gonna go to a Bergen Catholic. Whereas here in South Carolina, because players have more choices, because districts you know, overlap so much. A lot of kids decide to stay public and just go to whatever program they feel best fits them. So, you know, it it's it's not necessarily good or bad, but it's just something that I've noticed throughout my years. So once again we got Josh Plush coming on, defensive back from Ben Lippin at seven thirty. We've got Regent Bennett from Trinity Burns, athlete, coming up at 745. And then 
at the 8 o'clock hour, we got Drew Stevens, kicker from North Augusta, coming on at the 8 o'clock at the top of the hour. We got Trey Koski, offensive lineman from Lakewood, coming on at 8.15. And at 8.25, we'll have Spencer McKinley from Oceanside coming on. And as always, for the 25 minutes we've got before Josh Plus comes on, if you want to call in, if you're another athlete, if you're another player that wants to have your voice heard, be sure to call on in that number. 323-784-9681. That number again, 323-784-9681. So we'll have uh, some fun. We've got a lot of great guests coming on. And, you know, this is... This has been a good show thus far. We've uh we've had a lot of fun with uh with a bunch of different guests and this this showcase is going to be a a very fun one. Uh to see to see how these athletes show what what they can do and and show uh you know how they handle themselves in in these situations. The, uh, you know, especially this year, especially this year with with everything that's been going on, it's nice to see, especially because a lot of these, a lot of showcase games, a lot of All-American games, you know, especially the bigger ones, Under Under Armour, the North-South uh, bowl, you know the the Touchstone Energy Bowl, uh, the the uh, you know there are some other ones that are still going on like offense defense. Uh, they're doing their All American Bowls. They're doing two of them, one here in Myrtle Beach. Uh, but a lot of the All Star games and All American Bowls have been canceled as a result of COVID. So it's nice to be able to see that, you know, the high school blitz is doing this and, and we're going to get these players out there and we're going to showcase them. And it'll be a good way uh, for coaches to be able to see what these players are made of. I know it's been very hard on coaches this season having to, uh, you know, not being able to travel, not being able to show uh not being able to see these kids in person not being able to meet their parents not being able to you know really see what a kid is like and that's one of the things that we're going to try to show with the elite 88 uh all-star game we're going to show what these kids are made of not only on the field but off the field as well and it's been you know I know it's been very hard on on coaches uh, because, you know, they're not allowed to do anything. You know, it's still technically a recruiting dead period right now, in spite of the fact that there are sport, you know, there is football going on in a lot of states. But, you know, this is a good opportunity, especially considering that, especially considering the fact that a lot of coaches – a lot of college coaches, a lot of college programs, especially for smaller programs. You know, 
especially for a program like Dillon. Uh, you know, like North Augusta. I actually, I'm not. North Augusta may have something. I'm not sure. I forget whether or not they have some uh, a broadcast at all. But you know, yeah, everyone has huddle now, and yeah, everyone you know shows off their you know highlights and all that. But you know, highlights can only show so much. A, you know, a lot of coaches want to be able to see these players on just. A, a regular down. They want to be able to see what what do you do on any given play. Are you always hustling, no matter what the play is like? So this showcase game is going to give a lot of players that either are getting offers already, but are are looking to get those next level offers. Uh, that'll this will give them a platform to get those next level offers or the players or alternatively the players that haven't gotten any offers yet, but are getting looked at by programs and are getting, you know, getting recruited by these programs and and are getting contacted by these programs. This may be the moment. This may be your moment to show that you are deserving of one of those scholarship spots. And I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it, guys. This year now luckily for all of you guys that are in the Elite 88. This is a junior showcase. So a lot of you know, you have a whole year. You still have a whole another year which hopefully will be much more normal than this one has been to show off what you can do. And you may not necessarily have to compete as much for a spot as as your parts are right now. But I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is probably the, the toughest time to be coming out of high school and going into college as an athlete right now. Because you have all of these players that are now able to hear and say, if you know, if they don't, if they're not necessarily going to the NFL, or if they want that extra year to prove themselves, or what have you, for whatever reason, this is basically a free year. This is free football when it comes to eligibility. So as a result of that, you're going to have this huge logjam at the at the back of all these great players, great athletes who in a regular year you might have gotten an offer from a Division 1 program. But now, as a result of, you know, uh, as a result of that backlog, you might have to go with a junior college, or you might have to go with a D2 or D3, just to either A, just because that's all that's available, or because that's the way you get on the field. But, 
that's not always a bad thing. You know, there have been plenty of guys, three, who have gone on to have great careers. You know, D1, while yes, it gets you the most recognition, isn't always the be-all, end-all. So even if even if you're even if you haven't gotten any offers from any colleges or even if you haven't gotten the right offer yet keep grinding keep doing what you're doing and it'll all work out in one way or another you know and that that's all you really have to do that's what you need to do in order to keep yourself focused on that ultimate prize. As we are about 15 minutes away from Josh Plush calling in from Ben Lippin. And this has been a great show. has been lots of fun. And, you know, this, this whole season, while it's been, you know, a crazy one and there was so much uncertainty at the beginning and all of this, it's been it's been a lot of fun this season. Uh, and if you want to hear more about you know high school football, if you want to hear more about you know teams, if you want to get you know this has been very much focused on the players. But if you want to hear about you know teams and you want to hear more news and notes and maybe even some national and college uh, sports talk. Uh, be sure to tune in to Sports Unlimited tomorrow morning from 7 to 10 in the morning. I'll have a lot of I'll have a couple of good guests. We'll go around the lower lower state, starting off in the Low Country with uh, with uh, with uh, David Jarrett, or excuse me. Drawing a uh, Justin Jarrett, excuse me. We'll have Justin Jarrett from LocoSports.com come on at 8 o'clock. We'll have Lou Bejak from the state come on at 8.30. And then we'll have Ian Guerin from Myori News come on at 9. So lots of fun stuff. We'll also have uh, We'll also have an athlete come on tomorrow morning as well. So we'll have lots of guests, lots of fun stuff to talk about tomorrow morning for Sports Unlimited starting at 7 o'clock in the morning. So if you're up early, if you want to, you know, talk some talk some high school or college or pro sports, what have you, that's the place to go. And as always, if you want, if there are any athletes that want to call in, talk about their season and, you know, Get get their name out there a little more. This is your opportunity. This is your show. So be sure to call on in. That number, 323-784-9681. That number again, 323-784-9681. As, like I mentioned, we'll have Josh Plush from Ben Lippin coming on at 730. Talk about the Elite 88 game that he'll be participating in, as will all of these guys. And it's going to be a great opportunity for all of these young athletes 
to to prove themselves, to show themselves, to show what they can do. And as always, you know, uh, and what's great about this is that, you know, we're not, this isn't like other All-Star games. There's no, uh, there's no fee to be in the All-Star game, completely free to all the student-athletes which gives more players the opportunity to get involved. And, you know, if you want to help us out, if you want to support the cause and, and help these players have a, have a showcase, uh, go to hsblitz.com and, you know, donate if you want. Help give these players this opportunity and, and this way of, being able to, you know, show themselves off, show off what they can do. The showcase will be December 19th and it'll be it'll be a fun one. I may I I may be there. I'll, I probably will be there. Richie and myself may be doing some things with it. Uh but yeah, lots of fun, lots of great moments. A lot of fun moments to look forward to uh, with these. And, you know, with with the way this season has gone, it's great to see some fun. It's great to see these players get their opportunities. And it's great to be able to give these kids even more opportunities to prove themselves, to show themselves, show the world what they can do. There have been some hiccups, but you know this season has gone on pretty much without any any big hiccups. At least a few regions had some problems here and there, but overall, it's been a great season, and I am very happy for all of these kids that they've been able to do what they love this season, and that they've been able to. Have a season, have a platform, and be able to, you know, do what they love to do. Uh, there was so much uncertainty the beginning of the se- or it, throughout the summer. There was so much uncertainty throughout the summer. And a lot of people were thinking, you know, will we have a season? But we do. And not only that, but we also have a showcase game for a lot of these juniors to be able to show themselves. And junior year, you know, this year not as much as um, as a lot as previous years. And it's going to be interesting to see how this impacts things moving forward. But to all those juniors that are listening... First off, let me say, you're you're kind of getting lucky because you don't have to worry about doing the SAT or the ACT. Now, this is not to say if you have the opportunity, because I think all all it can do is help if you decide to take it, if you had the opportunity. But the fact that it is being waived by many schools 
helps out a lot because a lot of times you'll you can have great grades, but if you don't do amazing on that test, it it hurts. It it hurts your profile when it comes to colleges. But this year, because of that, you have more opportunities to be able to show what you can do and and show that you know you are worthy of a spot and but now the key is to do it now the key is you need to be able to have that willingness to do whatever it takes whatever you need to do in order to be able to make it to that next level so that is going to be the key for all of you guys moving forward is what what are you willing to do and and a lot of if you look at a lot of your seniors a lot of your classmates the guys that put in that work in the summer when there was that uncertainty not only are they the ones that are playing the best on the field right now, but they are also the ones that are getting noticed by the recruiting, the the recruiters and the head coaches. Now it's a little past at this point. It's a not. I won't say it's too late. But this year, with all the adversity and everything, this is the time to show what you're really made of and show that you are able to fight through adversity. That is that is going to be one of the biggest things for probably the next four years, but especially for your class, the junior class, and the senior class this year, the biggest thing, and grades matter, obviously. You don't want to let up your grades. But the what you do with what you did and what you are continuing to do through adversity is really going to show coaches, show recruiters, show school administrators. I'm sure a lot of the essay questions this year and next year when it comes to applying for colleges, a lot of those questions will be revolving around, or at least one of the options will be revolving around what did you do through the lockdown? What did you do? How did it impact you, et cetera, et cetera. So this is the time to show your medal and show that you are worthy of one of those spots and are worthy of of being in, in, in college. And, and, you know, that's the thing, you know, that's something that Mrs. V has told. It doesn't necessarily matter what your GPA is. Yes, it helps. It's going to help you get into those better schools. 
but it's not necessarily the be-all, end-all. You can have a mediocre GPA, but have an amazing story, and you can get in college as a result. But not trying to under... Not trying to undersell grades whatsoever. They are absolutely important. So make sure to keep those grades up, especially if you want to get in a top school. And I'm I'm still I, I'm still uh very impressed with the fact that Nemo Squire is getting all is getting looked at by Ivy League schools and he has the the GPA so I'll take a quick break and come right back we'll have Josh Plush come on in just a little bit and then we've got Regian Bennett from from Trinity Burns coming on Drew Steve and then Drew Stevens coming on from North Augusta at the top of the hour don't go anywhere we've got more South Carolina Blitz here on Southern Sports Central Where it began I can't begin to know it But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Hands Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you
South Carolina Blitz Show here on Southern Sports Central. And as promised, we've got Josh Plush on the line. Josh, how's it going? It's going good, man. How are you? Ah, not too bad, not too bad. First off, I want to say congratulations for being named to the Elite 88. What does it mean to you to be named uh, to the showcase game? It meant a lot to me. It really did. Just seeing where I came from as a freshman to now. and I Back then, I would never think I would make a list like this. And now I'm just being able to play with the big dogs. Do you think it's harder or about the same to to make it when you're in Skiza as compared to with the public schools? Um... I would say it's a little harder to get recognized, incredibly hard. It's hard to get seen because no one really takes skis as seriously as public school. Mm-hmm. So you got to do a little bit extra than everyone else. That's what I like to do. Exactly. For everyone, for any coaches uh, that are listening, give everyone your height and weight and, and the position do you play. I'm about 5'10", 5'11", 165, defensive back and receiver. What side of the ball do you like playing better, wide receiver or defensive back? It just depends on what type of mood I'm in, I would say. Sometimes I feel like hitting people and picking the ball off. Sometimes I feel like getting the ball and scoring. So it all just depends. Well, having those wide receiver hands certainly helps in with uh, being a defensive back. You always hear the phrase, defensive backs are wide receivers who can't catch. Yes, I do hear it a lot. It helps me, like, it helps me just understand that I have to pick the ball off. I haven't had too many looks this year, passing-wise, but I got a pick. I have an interception, so... What are you most looking forward to uh, when it comes to the Elite 88 Showcase? Um, to play versus some good guys, some some top people in the state. You know, I don't really. I see myself as a competitor versus an an equal opponent, someone I can base myself off of and just go versus them head on head. Just see. Who I have to get better, better versus. Any uh, any colleges giving you a look or offered yet? I don't have any offers. I'm making some connections with some coaches. What uh what 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 are you looking most for when it comes to a a college at you know at the next level? What do you most want in a school? Um. A school that has my major uh, that I want and a school that will give me some good competition and allow me to 
play some football. Do you know what uh, that major will be yet? Most likely engineering. That that's a uh, that seems to be a popular uh, a, a popular major among uh, football players. You see, I I'm I feel like a really creative person in the classroom. Yeah, cre- creativity is definitely a good thing, both on and off the field. That is for sure. Uh, tell everyone for coaches or administrators listening your GPA and if you've taken either the SAT or ACT, um, what your score was. My GPA is a three point four right now, and I haven't taken the SAT or the ACT. Are you planning on trying to this year, or are you using the... Yeah, uh, I was planning on taking the ACT later in the year. All right. Anything anything else you're looking forward to this season? I know Skiza is starting to come close to the end of the season, getting into the playoffs. Uh, I'm looking for the state championship this year. I'm going to... Bust my butt to get one. Hey, that that's exactly what you need to do. What have you done, especially during the off season before the season started? And you guys had a little more certainty, even you know, right from the get go. Skiza was saying, "Okay, you know, we're we're gonna move forward." As compared to like, if you talk to any of your, you know, if you've had any friends who are playing in in public school did did that help you did that help you uh you know look forward to the season and be able to keep yourself in shape knowing that you were going to have a season right from the get-go yeah i had to stay in shape knowing that i this was a big year junior year is always a big year um i've been working a lot on speed and strength um, and I just knew that, that we were more certain to have a season and that the people that I need to play harder, since some people aren't going to be able to have a season this year, some people had a later season or not as many games as us. So I knew I had to, I had to just appreciate what I had and just push harder than I usually do. Well, it's been a lot of fun having you on the show Good luck uh, with the remainder of the season. How many more weeks do you guys have in the regular season? We have two weeks. We have Portigal tomorrow, and we have Gusty Christian next week. Well, good luck with those games. Hope for all the Thank best, you. and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you at the Elite 88 uh, Showcase in December. Thank you, sir. Thanks a lot for joining us once again. That was Josh Platt, defensive back from Ben Lippin, defensive back and wide receiver. Always fun. Uh, it's always interesting to see those uh, dual threat, uh, both sides of the ball, uh, wide receiver, defensive back combinations. Those are always always fun to see, especially with, you know, with, like I mentioned to him, the old saying – that you know, a lot of coaches and analysts have said over the years that the 
defensive backs, cornerbacks are are just wide receivers who can't catch. But hey, if you can do both, it helps you out even more on the defensive side as well, being able to make those picks. So we've got Reggie on Bennett joining us in a little bit, an athlete from Trinity Burns, another Skiza guy. And after that, we got Drew Stevens, kicker from North Augusta, joining us. Trey Cos, offensive lineman from Lakewood. And rounding it off will be Spencer McKinley from Oceanside. And if you guys want to get in on the action, you want to call in. And if there's any players out there that want to come on and talk, uh, get their name out there. This is the time to do it. 323-784-9681 is that number to call. That number again, 323-784-9681. With about six minutes before Reggion Bennett calls up. This has been a good show and lots of fun talking to all these players and Getting them ready for that next level, and that's that's what the that's what we try to do here, especially on the high school blitz show. Players recognized, getting them more attention, and getting them a scholarship offer at the next level. So, I will take a quick break. And we'll come right back. We'll have Reggion Bennett joining us in just a few minutes here on the South Carolina Blitz show here on Southern Sports Central.
Welcome back to the South Carolina Blitz Show here on Southern Sports Central. Still waiting on Reggion Bennett to call on in. So as we wait for him, I'll just give you a few updates. Tonight, the focus is on the Elite 88 Showcase game that will be taking place in a couple of months, it'll be on December 19th of 2020. That'll be a fun one. Lots of lots of fun things coming up. You know, we got football season, the, the regular season coming towards a close pretty quickly. It's, you know, we're past halfway through the season and we are at, on the home stretch and now we do have Region Bennett. Region, how's it going? Pretty good. Sounds good. Sounds good. First before we get uh into some questions, just tell everyone your height and weight and, and what position do you play? I am five ten, one seventy, and I play running back. What do, what does it mean to you to be selected to play in the Elite 88? It's a blessing to play amongst all the top 
2022 uh, players in my class. And I feel like it's just a blessing just to play and be named as one of the top players in my class. Do you think it, it it's harder to get yourself your name out there uh, being a Skiza player as as it is as compared to you know being in, with a public school? Yes, sir. Because a lot of people say that we don't play nobody or the competition level is the same. But if you look at it, big time players that play the Skiza, so I think it's it's no difference. What are you most looking forward to when it comes to uh, the the showcase game? Just to show everybody that I can play with public school kids. Have Have you gotten any offers uh, or any schools showing interest yet? Uh, yes, sir. I got Miami, Ohio, uh, Appalachian State, Clemson, USC, uh, Rice. ECU, and that's about it. Now, have all those schools have all those schools offered officially, or are they just showing you interest? Showing me interest. Hmm. Have you gotten any official offers yet? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. Well, hopefully, for hopefully, you get that first one coming uh, pretty soon, and maybe the Elite 88 Showcase will get you that boost you need. What are you you looking for when it comes to looking at schools at the next level? Uh, I'm just looking for a perfect place for me that will feel like home. What, What would feel, what would describe the perfect school for you? Uh, somewhere that's very hot. Uh, just uh, and I love that like the environment. So, so no Wisconsin or anything like that. No Syracuse. Oh, nah, I don't need nothing cold. <laughs> <laughs> so my, so you'd be perfectly fine just chilling out in Miami. That's what you're telling me. I love it. <laughs> Have you, uh, coaches and anyone that's listening, what what your GPA is and if you've taken either the SAT or ACT, what your score was on that? I haven't. My SAT scores haven't came in yet, but my GPA is a 3.9. So you, I'm guessing you took the SAT just like a couple of weeks ago or something like that? Yes, yes sir. All right. Well, you know, anything uh what what what's the se- rest of the season look like for you guys uh over at Ben Lippin? Or excuse me, Trinity Burns, sorry. Uh, uh we hope to make it to back to the state championship this year and win it all. Who who do you guys face off the last couple of weeks of the season? Uh we have Lawrence Manning tomorrow, then we play Carney Newman the next week then it's playoffs. Have you guys have you already a playoff berth? Uh if we this if we win Friday 
we'll have a home game the first round of the playoffs. All right. Well, good luck the rest of the season. Good luck going into the playoffs, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in the middle of December over at the Showcase game. Thank you. Thank you for joining us once again. That was Reggion Bennett from Trinity Burns, and, you know, he is he he's a great athlete. He's a great player, uh, you know, and – He's uh he's someone to definitely look out for moving forward. Next coming up next in just a little bit, we've got Drew Stevens calling in. He's a kicker from North Augusta and he'll tell us what he thinks of being named to the Elite eighty eight squad and you know more players, more fun coming up. In just a little bit, we've got about eight minutes before he calls in. And, you know, it's just so much fun being able to talk to all these players and get to know them and be able to get get these guys, uh, you know, recognized and, and all of that. And you know that that's how that's how it needs to go. That that's how that's how you get your name out there, guys. If you want to be, uh, if you want to get to the next level, you you have to put in that work. You gotta be able to grind. You gotta be able to do do what no one else is willing to do. Uh, in order to get your name out there and be able to, you know, show that you're worthy of of those spots. So once again, we've got Drew Stevens coming up in just a little bit. Another another uh, special teams guy. We had Zach Champagne on earlier. He's primarily a long snapper. He does do some center stuff. But will primarily would primarily be a long snapper at the next level, and now we've got Drew Stevens, a kicker from North Augusta, coming on in just a little bit. And you know, you got offense and defense, you got every, but you also have special teams. You have a lot of big time special teams guys, some of the top special teams players in the country are right here in South Carolina. It's it's a lot of fun seeing this state, this area grow as one of the bigger powers when it comes to high school sports and when it comes to seeing players move on to that next level, you know. All the time, you know, and this has been not just historically, but, you know, even in recent times, but, you know, you've got the Texases, you've got the Floridas, you've got the Californias where, and even like you've got the Ohio's, you've got the Georgia's where those are known for being big time high school hotspots. That's where you go for the top, 
now you have other states that are starting to jump into that category and showing that, hey, our athletes are just as good as any athlete from Texas or Florida or California or Georgia or what have you. And South Carolina is doing that and has been doing that recently for the past couple of years. So it's it's a lot of fun to be a part of. It's a lot of fun to have all of these great athletes come on the show, talk about their experiences, and talk about, you know, all all that they do uh, throughout the season and, and just show that they're more than just athletes. You know, that's, that's one of the big things about, you know, college and, uh, you know, get that. That's one of the big things about getting into college and getting to that next level. It's not just football. Yes. Football is what may bring you to the dance. But then it's, you know, being able to use that as a way to grow and become a better person in all facets of life, especially as a player. As a player, sports, unfortunately, is very, very temporary. But what you learn in college and what you decide to do outside of sports can last you a lifetime. You know, whether it's, I mean, and hey, if you want to be involved, if you want to stay involved in sports after the fact, there are so many opportunities, especially as a player, and especially as a big time player, especially if you go and play for a Division One college, you have so many other opportunities outside of just playing that you can go into after your career is over. You can go coach. You can go up into the booth and and commentate. You can be a broadcaster. You can go into the front office of a team. You can do some sports management stuff. So many opportunities if you want to stay in sports. But if you want to do something else, that's perfectly fine too. But that's the thing. You need to start thinking about it now of what do I want to do after my career is over? Because unfortunately that, that clock is ticking and you don't know when that, when that clock will run out, when the, those, those pieces of salt will drop. So I'll take a quick break. We've got Drew Stevens on the other line. Getting ready to talk to him just a little bit. We'll take a quick break. Come right back. Talk to him. Carolina Blitz on Southern Sports Central.
Welcome back to the South Carolina Blitz Show here on Southern Sports Central. And as promised, we've got Drew Stevens on from North Augusta. Drew, how's it going? Uh, Hey, pretty good, Coach. First off, before we uh, before we get into some questions, just tell everyone in case there's some coaches listening and whatnot, uh, what what your height, weight, and uh, well, we know your position, but uh, just mention it as well as anyway. Uh, I weigh one seventy, and I'm six foot currently. First off, what does it mean to you to be named to the Elite 88, and and what was your reaction when you got the the notification that you were in, you were uh, picked? Uh, well, my first reaction when I got picked, uh, I immediately ran into the room and with my dad and showed it off to him because he was very excited for me to get the opportunity to kick at the Elite 88. My initial reaction was I was very happy, and I, I just, my dad always pushing me and stuff, just makes me really happy. It do you think, is there any difference, like talking to some of your fellow players, especially over at North Augusta, you've got a teammate Jack Greenway, who's also who was also named to the Elite Eighty Eight. Is there anything different you as a kicker need to do to make yourself stand out as compared to some other players? Um, yes. I feel like camps are a lot more important to kickers than it is to most of the other players just because in a game maybe your team special teams operation isn't very good and things like that. And camps really show off your stats a lot better than uh, in the game do due to all the other factors that can limit your kicking stats. What are you most looking forward to uh, when it comes to the, the showcase game? Making everything, pretty much being perfect. <laughs> Got to get that perfect perfect t- kicking uh, uh, game going. What? Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, well, I'm currently uh, one for two on field goals, but then again, my first one got blocked, mm. and I think I'm six for eight on touchbacks currently. Well, that's very that's yeah, yeah. very good. That that's very good at the uh, at the high school level. You guys uh, had had a rough start to the season, had, having to face Blythewood, especially with the with a new head coach. How has the transition been uh, with the new coach at the helm, and uh, what was what was that first game like, and what did you guys learn from that? Well, bottom line, he he makes you earn everything. So our very first game was pretty much us just making a statement, trying to earn our spot in North Augusta pretty much. He didn't even give us stickers on our helmets until we won our first game. And I'm actually here like with him right now cuz I a JV game just got done. And who 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 won that who won the JV game? Did you guys win the did the JV team win tonight? Uh we won 45 to nothing. And well, have my you... brother actually made, had an extra point. 
Oh, very nice. Another another kicker in the family. Yes, sir. Get getting a a kicking dynasty over at North Augusta. I see. Yes, sir. What have you gotten any uh, offers yet, or any colleges showing you interest? Uh, I have gotten colleges showing me interest, but no no true official offers yet. What uh, what colleges are showing some interest? Um, CCU, uh, Vanderbilt gave me a couple of letters. Um, Duke, uh, just followed me back on Twitter. Hmm. Um, UCF also reached out a little bit. Temple did. South Alabama, those schools. Hmm. So a, a good a good number of some Division One programs looking at you. Maybe uh, maybe the showcase will be what will get you over the hump and get you that first offer. Especially with this year and, and all the craziness that has gone on. How has that impacted you know your preparation and and going into this season? Um, well, it didn't really affect me that much personally, because just, uh, limited the amount of camps I could have gone to because I had a certain amount of camps I had signed up for that I couldn't go to because it got canceled due to COVID. But other than that, I still train on my own regularly, normally, just as long as I can find a field available and just do my job. What? What are you looking more most for in a school at at the next level? What do you most want out of a college? Um, really, the atmosphere I look into a lot. I don't know if other people do, but I really care about the atmosphere. Am I gonna kick in front of a school that cares? Also, if I can help them win as much as I can, like how much they need me. Um, also academic standpoint, how, how are they going to help me later in life? Do you have any idea on, on what major you may want to study going, uh, going into college? Uh, I was thinking architect, architecture, landscaping, engineering, things like that. Seems to be a very popular, uh, major for a lot of players that I've talked to tonight is engineering. A lot of players wanting to become engineers, which I, I'm all for. I, I love uh, hearing that, that you guys want to have that challenge. Uh, just in case any coaches are listening, tell everyone what your GPA and SAT or ACT score is if you've taken it. Uh, my GPA on a weighted scale is a 4.3, and my GPA on a unweighted 4.0 scale is a 3.6. And have you taken the SAT or ACT or anything? Not yet. Not yet. Are you? I know things. I don't know if they're even available right now, or, or are you? But are you planning on trying to take it? Uh, yes, sir. I've taken the PSAT, but I haven't actually taken the SAT. Thing you're uh, 
outside of you know the showcase, just for the remainder of the season, anything you're most looking forward to this season? I know you guys already have clinched a uh, playoff berth. Uh, actually, I'm looking forward to trying to go all the way, all the way to state. Uh, I think we have a really good team this year. A lot of returners, a lot of guys that know what they're doing, and just pretty much every position is filled with a good play. I know you guys uh, last season got uh, beat by North Myrtle, and they're looking very strong again this year. Do you guys want that chance to get your revenge on the Chiefs? Yes, sir. Well, good luck for the remainder of the season. Uh, Good luck with everything school-wise, and we look forward to seeing you at the Elite 88 later on in December. All right, thanks. Thanks a lot. Once again, that's North Augusta's kicker, Drew Stevens, and, hey, they're getting a dynasty over there. Another Stevens, the younger brother, also a kicker over on the JV team. So Stevens making field goals over at North Augusta for the next couple of years, at least probably the next three or four years. So great talking to him. And I'm, I'm just, I'm astounded and very happy to hear all of the, uh, all of the guys that are saying not only do they have a, you know, top level GPA, but all of the guys, you know, whether it's Nemo Squire getting looked at by Ivy League schools or it's the multitude of guys that said, I want to go into engineering, which is a very high standard and and very competitive uh, field to get into. Challenge yourself. Go go do that. Go do what you want to do. I love it. I love hearing about it. And I wish every all of you guys the best of luck in, in whatever you end up doing. As we've got about five minutes for Trey Kosky joins us offensive lineman from Lakewood and I'm just you know especially considering how you know even nowadays to an extent you always hear about the the issues Um, you know not so much not so much recently but you know back years ago you would hear about players who have to, you know, have people, you know, take SATs for them and stuff like that and and cheat or, you know, finagle their way into college just off of their athletic skills without really focusing on the academics. I love seeing that this new generation is so focused on academics and you guys understand that like I mentioned before, football is temporary, athletics are temporary, but academics are for life. And that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to help you out with here. 
on the South Carolina Blitz. We're focused on helping you helping you find your path and finding what you want to do outside of sports. You know, sports are great. You know, I love sports. That's why I went into it. You know, and and here's that's the thing. If you want to be able to go into sports, if you want to be able if you want to have sports be your life, that's great. Go for it. But, you know, it's not going to be always on the field. Well, I mean, it could be on the field through coaching. But what I mean by on the field is your shelf life as a player is very limited, you know, relatively limited. I mean, some granted, some players do go, you know, in the NFL, do go their life playing football. And that's you still have to have that, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, the fact that there are only so many spots in the NFL. So a lot of players, a lot of great players, they end their football career at 22. And then what? What do you, what do you do then? Once your season, once your career is over, whether your career ends at 22 or 42, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? And that's the key, you know. And and if and like I said, if you want to go into sports, if you want to continue to stay in the sports world, that's great. Go for it. And you have a little bit of a leg up on the competition because you, you know, if you do play high level college football, you have that leg up on the competition. But at the same time, you need to be able to prepare yourself and understand what go what is required when you go into that in into that field. And if anyone wants to ask me, you know, if anyone has any questions about that, if you are interested in the sports broadcasting field and you want to reach out and ask me some questions, go ahead. You know, follow me on Twitter, Bisco on the air. You know, let's talk some sports. Let's talk some football. Let's talk broadcasting, whatever you want. If you've got any questions, if you need some advice or I'm here to help. I'm always available. If you want to come on Sports Unlimited and talk there, you know, talk more about your season, all of that, that's great too. You know, so there are, you know, we are here to help you. So anything you guys need, whether it's myself, Richie, Ms. V, who, you know, once again, condolences to her. Uh, and her family for the loss of her mother. That's why I'm here today. She is cur- tonight. She is currently at the funeral, I believe. Uh, Mrs. V, we're thinking of you. And if you want, if you want to call in and talk with your boys, uh, you know, if you're done with the funeral and everything, I'm sure you probably don't want to do much of anything right now. So I understand. But if if you want to, the the floor is always open to you tonight 
as we await Trey Koski, excuse me, Trey Koski, offensive lineman from Lakewood. He is scheduled to call in right now, maybe a little delayed. But like I was saying, you know, we're all here to help. Myself, Richie, Mrs. V, we're all here to help out and uh, and to give you that platform. And, you know, if you have any questions about anything, if you need some advice on anything, we are always here to help. So never be afraid to reach out. So I will take a quick break as we await Trey Koski calling in and once we've got him on we'll bring him on and talk to him about what he thinks about being named to the elite 88 team so stay tuned right here to the Welcome back to South Carolina Blitz here on Southern Sports Central. And as promised, we've got Trey Koski, offensive lineman from Lakewood, on the line. And, Trey, how's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Uh, Not too bad. First off, tell everyone, in case there are any coaches listening, your height, weight, and uh, what position do you play? My weight is probably like 305. I'm 6'4", and I play offensive tackle on the right. 
First off, what does it mean to you to be selected uh, in the Elite 88? It means a lot to me because I was surprised about it because I couldn't play my last um, last year because I had an injury. So I'm coming mm-hmm. back and trying to show my talent off. What was your reaction since you you know since you were so surprised considering you didn't play last year? What was your reaction when you saw that you were uh, announced for it? I was announced for it. I was like, oh wow! So I went to go running, telling my mom that she was happy, and then just the love and support. When my coaches on that post and everybody replied, so I was happy, smiling. What are you most looking forward to when you play in the showcase? Hell, mm. matter me, I'm just who want to play. I want to go against somebody like who top, but I just really want to show my talent, see, really show how I really move and how flexible I get. And you you guys have had a, a pretty good season thus far. Um, yes, sir. What has been the uh, what has been your your biggest takeaway, both for yourself and and just in general uh, this season? Mm. Oh, that looks tough. Um, we were doing we was doing pretty good. It just the mindset and then lock in, but. Couple games we got left now. I think we got it. Why that? Uh, like you mentioned, you know, with with the with the uh, you know lockdown and and the uncertainty of the season. What what did you do yourself to keep yourself you know focused and make sure that you were in the right state of mind uh, going into going into the season? Um, I'm just. Basically, when I get in my mindset, when I get like locked in and stuff, I listen to music or I just sit there and talk to myself. I got to do this or that, get right, look at film, all I do. What, uh, have there been any schools that have offered yet or any schools that are giving you, uh, any attention right now? Not down the world right now. Not, nothing yet? No sir. Well, hopefully we can uh hopefully we can help change that uh with the showcase. Uh what you know, when you are looking at schools, what are you most looking for, you know, in a school at the next level? What do you want uh, you know, out of a college? Out of a college like any round of college I just want to pick or like a college yeah. I'm looking at. Well, but like Mm, like the college I really want to go is Michigan State, mm. and basically, like my Niagara year, I used to play defense, but when I got on offense, I was like, you know what? Because I love it, because I hit somebody every play. So when I look at like Michigan State, I look at their offense, whatever. And it's a dude I can't think of his number and name right now, but he saying he do the same position as me. And every time I go on YouTube, I always look his name up. And I play. I mean, watch how you do your stuff. So you've been watching a lot of tape, trying to learn, you know, how how to play the position better by from uh, fellow players. Mm, yes, sir. 
what uh, have um, tell everyone in case there are any coaches or you know any recruiters listening what your GPA and if you've taken the SAT or ACT uh, what your score was on those. My GPA, I don't know what that is. I got to look at that. But my ACT, let's see, I didn't take that yet. Oh, you ha- you haven't taken it yet at all. No, sir. What are you planning on on taking it or? No, I'm I'm planning on taking it. I know with with everything that's uh, that's been going on, it's been it's been very uncertain. Uh, you guys, you guys have a uh, big matchup this weekend against uh, Crestwood. Yeah, against Crestwood. What uh, what are you most looking forward looking for in that one? Main focus right now is the DN. Right now, mm-hmm. I think I got him, so I'm just focused on that and just waiting for game days. Show him what's up. Well, you've got a lot to look forward to the remainder of the season and obviously the uh, showcase later on. Uh, good luck with everything, and we look forward to seeing you in December. Thank you. Once again, that was Trey Koski from Lakewood. And next, we got our final Elite 88 guest of the night. That is one Spencer McKinley from Oceanside Collegiate. Spencer, how's it going? It's going good. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course, of course. First, before we get started, tell uh, everyone, in case there's coaches listening or whatnot, uh, what your height and weight and positions play, all that good stuff. Well, my name is Spencer McKinley. I go to Oceanside Collegiate, and I'm a class of 2022. I play kicker. I'm 5'9", 185, and yeah, that's it. So, I know for, you know, with with every, uh, with, you know, showcases and, and all of that, most most people, fo- you know, focus on, you know, skill positions and linemen and whatnot. Does it make your does it make it harder being a kicker to get recognized and what do you have to do to really get yourself uh noticed by schools as a kicker? Well, it's a lot of work to get recognized as a kicker, you know, and not a lot of people believe in kickers and rely on kickers, but to be recognized you gotta really put work in and attend these showcases or else it's really hard to get recognized because the these showcases that I go to are just meant for kickers and nobody else, so it really recognizes them. It's a main focus group. For them. And yeah, this is going to be a great showcase for you. What what does it mean for you to be selected to play in the '88? And what was your reaction when we, when you were uh, announced? Well, I was really I was really surprised that I got in. I was I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm. Um, I'm glad I got recognized out of those elite 88 players, and I think it's really going to help for my future. And I'm ready to go. What are you most looking forward to in, in the showcase? I'm looking forward to meeting all my teammates and seeing everybody work that hard, and just seeing how we do and 
it'll be a great game. Have you uh, had any colleges show you any interest or offer yet? Well, I've been talking to a few colleges, but no, I'm not looking anywhere specifically right now. Any uh, any schools in particular that you want to mention that have uh, you know have reached out? Yeah, um, I had Wisconsin re- Wisconsin reach out, and um, I talked to their special teams assistant, and then um, I feel I've talked to Coastal a little bit, and yeah, that's about that's about it right now. Okay, uh, are you ready to handle that cold and the wind uh, on those kicks? Oh yes, sir. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Had a good season last season in a lot of games where the weather came in place but yeah I'm ready and I'm prepped because Wisconsin is a whole different beast out there when it comes to their weather yes sir you guys have had a great season over at Oceanside you've already clinched the uh, division and clinched uh, your playoff spot what have you been most impressed with with the team this season, and what is it going to take for you guys to take, take it to the the 3A championship? Well, I'm really I'm really blessed to have a team like mine. I got a good long snapper, and I got a good holder for me. And um, my defense is really really good this year, and we're hoping to go as far as we can in the playoffs because we're a really young team, and we're ready to go for this season and next season, and. We're going to keep on going and keep our groove going. Moving on to, you know, college, what are you mo- what what do you most look for right now? You know, if they're offering or not, you know, just looking around, uh what are you most looking for in, in a college and is there any like specific major that you're thinking about going into? Well, I'm I really want to play early, so I'm I'm trying to figure out the right college for me. I don't want it to be all about the football, too. I mm-hmm. want to go to a school that has a major for me that's that's good. So a lot of stuff to put into perspective on what school I choose. But yeah, it's not all about the football. Is there? Do you know what you want to major in yet, or do you have any ideas? Yes, my dad was an entrepreneur and went into business, so I want to major in business. And for anyone who, you know, any coaches or any recruiters or anyone who's listening who who needs to know, what's your GPA and uh, if you're in the SAT or ACT, what are your, what's your score in those? I haven't taken my um, SAT and ACT yet, but I'm doing that soon. But my GPA is sitting around a 3-4 right now, and I'm still working on getting it up this year. Yeah, that that that's that's one of the big things uh for for colleges is they want that GPA up there. So, good luck uh the rest of the season. Good luck with getting that up. Good luck going into the playoffs and we'll see you in December. All right, thank you so much. Glad to have you. Yep, thanks a lot. Once again, that was Spencer McKinley from Oceanside Collegiate uh kicker and, you know, our final guest tonight from the Elite 88. So we'll take a, I'll take a quick break and then we'll wrap it up. About a half hour left to go on the show. This is the high, 
the South Carolina Blitz show here on Southern Sports Central. Stay tuned, everyone. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached, head is mad at black, got the bushes black to match, riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your horse, I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now, can't nobody tell me
Welcome back to the South Carolina Blitz Show here on Southern Sports Central as we've had a great show with a great cast of guests from the Elite 88 Showcase game that will be taking place in the middle of December, December 19th to be exact. And it will be a fun one. That will be a lot of fun to watch. Lots of fun, lots of great action coming up. You know, coming up uh, over the next couple of months, you know, we've got the re- we've got the end of the regular season. We're over halfway through the regular season. Last three weeks to look forward to, uh, starting tomorrow, and then and then the playoffs and the championship games, and then we've got showcase games after that. So lots of fun things. Un, you know, unfortunately, obviously this year it's a little different. Not as many showcase games. Not quite as many things to look forward to uh, come December. Still don't know. Still don't have any idea as of yet. At least not that I've seen. I I may have to check and do a little research before tomorrow. Because, hey, if you enjoyed this show... You'll love Sports Unlimited. That's my normal show. As Like I mentioned before, the normal host for South Carolina Blitz, Mrs. V, she is obviously she is at a funeral right now. Her mother passed away due to COVID uh, last week. So once again, thoughts and prayers to her and her family. And I've mentioned it on my show a bunch. Uh, Richie, I know, likes to avoid it, but COVID is a real thing. It is a real threat, and we just ha- we we all just have to make sure that we take care of ourselves, we protect ourselves, so that you or your loved ones aren't the next one to go as a result. But this has been a fun show. It's been it's been a lot of fun talking to all these great players, and but like I mentioned, if you like this show, if you liked how I do it, the my format, you'll love Sports Unlimited. Tomorrow morning, every Friday morning, seven to ten, I've got I've got a bunch of guests lined up for tomorrow. Got a couple of beat writers, got a player lined up for tomorrow as well, and level to talk about as we're we're on the home stretch not quite fully home stretch still have three weeks left but we are getting towards the home stretch of the football season and a lot of teams are already in a lot a lot of teams are already in a lot of teams already out especially over in 5a uh, with only five teams in each region. So a lot of regions either have completely finished their region schedule or this week will be their last week of region play. A few, uh, a, a few, a few regions as a result of uh, postponements uh, have had to or have only played, you know, two or three games but 
after this week, the majority of the regions in 5A will be finalized. I know you've got Hillcrest and T.L. Hanna who have already clinched. Uh, They were supposed to play tomorrow, but that game is postponed. That was supposed to be for the region title, but that game has been postponed. Uh, Burns and Dorman fighting it out uh, for the Region 2 slot, and and they've got some problems over there in Region 2, so we'll it, I, I'll have to try to find out what's going on with that, especially with Burns. And Boiling Springs have both clinched playoff spots with Gaffney being the Region title holder for Region 3. Uh, Northwestern and Ridgeview still fighting it out for Region 4. Dutch Fork, surprise, surprise, they've clinched over in Region 5 with River Bluff only playing two games thus far, so they're trying to uh, catch up and and finish off their schedule to see if they make the playoffs. Sumter and Carolina Forest, with Sumter being the region title holder, in Region 6, that's finalized. Goose Creek, uh, they are the Region 7 title holders, with Berkeley more than likely being the, the number two team. That game, the, the game that will determine that will be Berkeley against Kane Bay tomorrow, so that'll be one to watch, that's for sure. And then over in Region 8, Fort Dorchester and Somerville have also both clinched, but now they have to determine between themselves who is the region champion tomorrow night. So a couple of big games still over in 5A tomorrow night. So definitely some fun stuff to watch. And, you know, this season, and, and I mentioned it to a couple of our our guests and and I'm definitely going to talk about this tomorrow. I I think the the two the two teams getting in per region format especially in in 5A makes the season so much more important. Cuz whereas in the past unless you were one of the bottom teams. Now, obviously, you know, placement and and seeding matters. But unless you were one of the the bottom feeder teams, you were pretty much guaranteed to make it in, in the playoffs. Now on the other hand you have to fight for it. You know, this season you've had to fight for it. Which I've I've liked seeing. I've I've personally liked it. You know, that's that's some talking points that I'll probably bring up tomorrow. So like I mentioned, if you guys enjoyed me doing this show tonight, be sure to join me tomorrow morning for sports unlimited. We'll talk all of the news and notes around the state, around the country, talk about a bunch of different things, talk about sports all around the country and get, get you ready for some Friday night lights tomorrow night and you can chime in with about 15 minutes left as actually we have someone on the line 
Hello, you're on South Carolina Blitz. Who's this? I'm just calling in to listen. Oh, okay. All right, then. Well, then. But, yeah, like like I was mentioning, you know, uh, this, uh, you know, this whole season has been an interesting one, but we've been able to get through it. We've had some great matchups, some great fun, and, you know, this show has been great. We we've had a lot of fun and had a lot of uh great talks with some great athletes around us and I'm looking forward to the Elite eighty eight showcase. It's gonna be a lot of fun to see these athletes show off and, and one of the great things, you know, especially, you know, for the Skiza guys and I, I talked to both Josh Plush and Reggion Bennett about this. One of the great things, especially for the Skiza players for these showcase games, is to really show what they're made of against the public school players who, you know, right or wrong, you know, I think in some areas it's right, some areas it's wrong, but probably primarily right that the talent level in Skiza isn't quite as high as it is in opportunity to show what they're made of and show that they can play up against the big boys. And even outside of that, you know, while while we didn't talk to any 1A or 2A players tonight, those players can potentially have the opportunity to show what they're made of and show that they are qualified for a Division One scholarship. It's a great opportunity for all of these players to make a name for themselves, show what they can do, and and make sure that they are being recognized by these coaches. Because that's what we're here for. That That's the key uh, to what we do is is we're trying to get players that may or may not, you know, the the top players, the top players in your class, the ones that are recognized by 24-7 sports and, and the ones that are really focused on, they're going to get their offers. They're going to get looked at by every school. But... Uh, but those that may slip through the cracks, they're the ones that we're we're focused on helping, and where those are the players uh, we need to make sure get recognized and get players, uh, you know, get get their get the recognition that they need that they deserve. And that they uh, that they need in order to get to the next level. So that's what we're trying to do here, and and hopefully it works for a lot of these guys. Uh, a lot of these guys, you know, all of these guys are great players, are very talented, and 
personally, especially for some of them, I think it's just a matter of getting them their opportunity and giving giving them that platform that where college coaches are going to be watching. And that's going to be the key is, you know, you need to be able to see, you know, the college coaches need to be able to see what you're made of both on and off the field. And that's one of the bad things I mentioned it earlier. That's one of the disappointing things about this season, especially now, not so much because the coaches are going to be focused on the seniors trying to fill out their senior roster. But a lot of times, you know, they do try to get, uh, juniors, and even sometimes sophomores. Uh, So they'll focus on everyone. But this season, it's hard, especially for the seniors, but even for the juniors, that these coaches can't go on recruiting visits. They can't see what the players actually like off the field. And the other thing, and and this is why I wish programs would focus not just on huddle because huddle, you know, yeah, it's, it's good, but you know, a lot of those highlight reels, you know, you're, they're highlight reels for a reason. You're, you're trying to show off your best work, but coaches want to be able to see what you do on a, on a bad play too, how you handle adversity. And so being able to see a full game and I wish more coaches would would focus on being able to, you know, put out a full game. Uh whether it's you know, with or without announcers. Personally I would prefer with announcers, not only because it it, it does so many different things. Having a broadcast for a game does so many things for your program, for the players, for your community that, and I understand, you know, there aren't, you know, I mean, there are plenty of broadcasters, but there's a lot that you know, may not necessarily, it's, it's a lot like, it's a lot like as a player, there are those that are willing to do whatever they need to do to get to the next level. And then there are others that are looking for that perfect opportunity, but won't take the maybe less than perfect opportunity that's sitting right in front of them. And and that's what separates those that make it from those that don't. Are you willing to take that less than ideal, less than perfect opportunity that's sitting right in front of you? If you are, more than likely you're going to be successful. If not, and you're waiting for that perfect opportunity, more often than not, especially in such a competitive uh, environment, like in football, you know, or in you know, or in my case, like in Brad, perfect opportunity more than likely is not ever coming. So, you know. A 
I've given a lot of words of wisdom to the players that are listening tonight. And my final one that I will give tonight as we are about six minutes from closing is this. If there's an opportunity sitting in front of your face, if you think that perfect opportunity is right on the doorstep, okay, maybe sit on it. But if if you if you have no, you know, if there's an opportunity that thing is that is staring right at your face and is sitting right at your doorstep, unless you have a shoe in to the perfect opportunity, take the be- take the opportunity that's sitting right in front of your face. Because sooner or later that will translate to getting to that bigger opportunity. It may not happen right away. And 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 it's going to take a lot of work. But you will get it if you put in the work and if you do the right things. Whether whether it's on the field or off the field. Put in the work, that opportunity will come. So that that's my my words of wisdom. I'm I've enjoyed talking with all the players uh, tonight. It's been a lot of fun. And once again, if you want to follow me, if you want to talk more with me, whether you're whether you're a player, whether you're a coach, whether you're just a fan, no matter who you are, definitely go give me a follow. Bisco on the air on Twitter. And let's talk some sports. And if you want to talk some sports even more, there's a show perfect for you tomorrow night. Or tomorrow morning, excuse me. Tomorrow morning, 7 to 10, Sports Unlimited. We'll talk some. We'll talk a little bit of pro sports. We'll talk a little college. But primarily, we will get you ready for Friday Night Lights. Tomorrow night, or tomorrow morning, Friday mornings, every Friday morning from 7 to 10, we get you ready for Friday Night Lights. And then come basketball season, we'll get you ready for the Friday night games for the basketball season and even even when baseball season comes around. We'll get you ready for the baseball season. So we we keep it focused. We keep We keep you going throughout the season. And we'll have a lot of fun out uh this week got a lot of fun matchups to look forward to uh you know this weekend and so we'll I'll, I'll I'll guide you through I'll be your guide through all of the different matchups all of the different uh scenarios for the playoffs as we are you know like I mentioned there's a few more weeks to go there's a few teams that uh that due to covid had to postpone some games and whatnot in the air but there are also a lot of regions that are you know still uh there are a lot of regions that are still up in the air there are a lot of regions that are finalized and it's going to be interesting to see how those teams whether you're in or out uh handles the remainder of the season. 
So, once again, I hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight. I I enjoyed uh, being able to cover for Mrs. V. And uh, so, once again, my name is Brandon Biscoving. This has been the South Carolina Blitz Show here on Southern Sports Central. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope to hear from you guys. I hope you guys listen to Sports Unlimited tomorrow morning from 7 to 10 here on Southern Sports Central. Once again, I'm Brandon. So long, and we'll talk to you guys next week here on the South Carolina Blitz Show. So long, everyone. <laughs>